Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done. And we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. Our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 111 and 112. I will give thanks unto the Lord with my whole heart, secretly among the faithful and in the congregation. The works of the Lord are great, sought out of all them that have pleasure therein. His work is worthy to be praised and had in honor and his righteousness endureth forever. The merciful and gracious Lord, Lord hath so done his marvelous works that they ought to be had in remembrance. He hath given meat unto them that fear him. He shall ever be mindful of his covenant. He hath showed his people the power of his works, that he may give them the heritage of the heathen. The works of his hands are verity and judgment. All his commandments are true. They stand fast forever and ever, and are done in truth and equity. He sent redemption unto his people. He hath commanded his covenant forever. Holy and reverend is his name. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all they that do thereafter. His praise endureth forever. Psalm 112 Blessed is the man that feareth the Lord. He hath great delight in his commandments. His seed shall be mighty upon earth, the generation of the faithful shall be blessed. Riches and plenteousness shall be in his house, and his righteousness endureth forever. Unto the godly there ariseth up light in the darkness. He is merciful, loving, and righteous. 
A good man is merciful and lendeth. He will guide his words with discretion. For he shall never be moved, and the righteous shall be had in everlasting remembrance. He will not be afraid of any evil tidings, for his heart standeth fast and believeth in the Lord. His heart is established and will not shrink until he see his desire upon his enemies. He hath dispersed abroad and given to the poor, and his righteousness remaineth forever. His horn shall be exalted with honor. The ungodly shall see it, and it shall grieve him. He shall gnash with his teeth and consume away. The desire of the ungodly shall perish. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the ninth chapter of the book of Proverbs. Wisdom has built her house. She has hewn out her seven pillars. She has slaughtered her meat. She has mixed her wine. She has also furnished her table. She has sent out her maidens. She cries out from the highest places of the city. Whoever is simple, let him turn in here. As for him who lacks understanding, she says to him, Come, eat of my bread and drink of the wine I have mixed. Forsake foolishness and live, and go in the way of understanding. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. Here endeth the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath holpen his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the fourth chapter of the second book, Letter of Paul to the Corinthians. Therefore, since we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, we do not lose heart, but we have renounced the hidden things of shame, not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully, but by manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. But even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing, whose minds the God of this age has blinded, who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. For we do not preach ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your bondservants, for Jesus' sake. For it is the God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Here endeth the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, 
is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty God, who has poured upon us the new light of thine incarnate word, grant that the same light enkindled in our hearts may shine forth in our lives. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, everyone. As we move through Christmas tide, and especially as uh, on this, the second Sunday of Christmas, our lectionary readings today focus on <clears throat> Christ as the Torah made flesh or the word of God made flesh. Um, the idea in Jewish thought is you have um, that Torah is the way of the Lord. Um, it describes, it narrates um, the, 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 the orderly um, and, and, and methodical and, and upright way for all of all things and everything is implicated by Torah, by the by the law of God. This is uh, expressed in certain laws that God gives to ancient Israel. But really, Torah means like a way. It's the, the ways of the Lord. Um, and continually through the Old Testament, you get this notion that to walk in the ways of the Lord is to experience um, is to experience creation and life as it is meant to be experienced, as, as one is meant to experience it. And as one is meant to indwell it and to be an inhabitant of it. But we all know that notoriously humanity, um, as Bishop Scarlett pointed out in his sermon today in Mass, um, does, does not really, does not pass the test of walking uprightly in the ways of the Lord. Um, and because of this, humanity never really gets to experience what um, life within the, the sort of the, the Torah, a perfect life that is defined and narrated by the contours of Torah is really like. And so in the incarnation, we understand that the Torah of God, the way of God, the word of God becomes flesh and dwells among us. 
and by the by the spirit the word of god uh, you know that becomes flesh in jesus christ is then engrafted into everyone's heart and that becomes a christian and so the word that is made flesh and comes among us is then the word that by the spirit comes to dwell within us and because of this we can begin to experience the life of god as uh, the life of god uh, as god's image bearers and sort of his temples within creation as we were meant to and as we were created to. And so the, this sort of this, this way of the Lord and that is narrated by Torah that we have sort of always fallen short of continually has been perfectly embodied in the person of Jesus Christ, whose life is then engrafted into each of us such that as it begins to grow within us, it begins to, uh, we begin to experience life um, in those ways of the Lord and to inherit the kind of the blessing of that life and this will attain its fullness in the resurrection where all the aspects of our life and all details of our life will be um, sort of perfectly contoured to the, the, the Torah of our lives or the way of the Lord as it pertains to us and as it pertains to us as we relate to the rest of creation. And so the other aspect of tonight's readings is that this way of the Lord is something that we begin to, it becomes the lens through which we see everything. Um, as we as we sort of as we live within it over time, and this is something that the that is you know that is withheld or sort of this that is has a sort of kind of hidden quality to it from those who do not believe or who are not who have not been sort of engrafted into the life of Jesus, the Torah made flesh, and who do not see creation themselves and everything else through the lens of that Torah that has been engrafted within them because it hasn't yet. And so the the wisdom that of of all things that Torah you know that that the Torah make flesh made flesh makes available to all of us as Christians is something that is not accessible but through being incorporated into the life of Jesus. And so really, there the, the this kind of the wisdom of God is not um, is not the the fullness of the wisdom of God is not sort of just there waiting for anybody to pick it up. Um, it, without being sort of brought into the life of Jesus. And so there's a kind of wisdom that is accessible only through um, being incorporated into that life. And so that draws us back to our baptismal life that we are that we receive from God as a gift. And that becomes the seed that grows into this whole new life within us that we begin to experience the kingdom of God even now. But this is something that to those outside of it, um, is either invisible or seems like an absurdity. And so this is not really one more philosophy of life, one more sort of code of, of ethics or one more sort of, sort of sort of Tao or code of living that exists among many. This is an entirely other thing we're talking about here. It is the very mind of God that has been in, enfleshed in the incarnation and now has been offered, it has been set within our hearts, a new sort of Torah within our hearts to govern our lives as much as we participate in it. And so our call tonight is to continually return to that law of uh, that law of God, which is the life of Jesus within us, made made there by the Spirit, and to live out of that and to live from that and to return continually to that as the source of our life and our insight and discernment and wisdom. Because when we do that, that begins to shape all of life along the shape of the kingdom and it helps us to walk in truth even when the rest of the world is sort of blind to it or sort of dismantling itself trying to figure out what to do next as long as we don't depart from that central communion with god that we have in our prayer together 
then we, you know, we will continue to walk all the way uh, in the way of the Lord until the resurrection. It's when we get distracted or pulled away from that central thing, that central truth in prayer, that we um, that we begin to sort of participate again in the sort of melee of, of perspectives that um, are all sort of warring and are all each in each in their own way sort of incomplete. So it's a call to us to stay close to the Word made flesh, to return to Jesus continually, because through Him we will see all things rightly and walk in the way of the Lord that leads to everlasting life. Continuing with our intercession, page 590. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations, and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble. And do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities. For his sake, who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. O God of peace, who has taught us that in returning and rest we shall be saved, in quietness and in confidence shall be our strength. By the might of thy Spirit, lift us, we pray thee, to thy presence, where we may be still and know that thou art God, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all so much for being here. Happy Sunday. Thanks to Aaliyah for co-leading, and I hope you all have a wonderful evening. Thank you, Father. Thank you very much. Good night. Have a wonderful night, everybody.